Hi, beautiful soul. Welcome to Spiritually Empowered. I'm your host, Ashley Coleman. Thank you so much for joining me today. And wherever you are at, I trust that this message is finding you at the perfect time in the perfect way. So I want to open you up. I want to invite you to open up to receive in this moment and to really be with me for this time using your breath as a bridge between your physical world and your energetic world. So spirit and matter. That bridge between them is the breath. And so maybe we can take a deep breath together right now. Deep and cleansing exhale, empty the lungs. Something that we don't always do is exhale to the bottom of the lungs. And that can say a lot about our willingness to let go. So at least in the Western part of the world, we are big on attaining, of we're big on filling ourselves, right? And so there's a lot of energy kind of coming into the body, right, with the inhale. But how rich and long can our exhales become? And are we willing to exhale, to relax, to slow down? And so here's our reminder to breathe mindfully and deeply, and perhaps exhaling a little bit further. So with that being said, my love, welcome to this space. If you are back for more, I thank you. And if this is your first podcast with me, I thank you. Definitely check out the other ones that I've made thus far. And for now, this is a solo cast, right? I'm recording these on my phone. I just wanted to jump in and share with you downloads as they arise in me. Now, I've got some really powerful people in my life. You are one of them. And so in the future, I hope to navigate the interviews here, and I would love to bring on some powerful souls. So stay with me, stay tuned. But either way, I'm really happy to be joining you in this platform right now. So what I want to talk about today is the power of believing. Believing is not a thought. It's actually a feeling. When we believe in something, that belief is located in the heart, right? And one of my favorite teachers, Shaman Durek, reminded me that when you're praying, when you are extending your hands to the universe, ask and it is given, right? The last step in that is crucial and it's called believing. It's bringing that energy from the throat, from the mind, from the third eye down into the heart and saying and feeling, I believe in this. So what is the energy of believing? What is that about and why is that so important? So when we believe in something, we trust it, right? When we believe in something, 
our nervous systems and our bodies respond. So when we are carrying and holding the energy of believing, we are altering our physiology. When we are not trusting something, I want you to notice or think about how your body responds to that choice, right? We're making choices all day long. And I've learned, and maybe you have too, that we can either hold love or fear, right? Trust or not trust. And in this reality, we get to decide no matter what our reality looks like, our state of being is optional. How wild is that? Our state of being doesn't have to be determined by our outer world, right? And that's some mastery stuff right there. And you got it. You're on that level. Welcome home to your Buddhahood. You're the luminous being. Here's your reminder that you are a divine being. And we are waking up to that. We are waking up to that. So yes, we know the world as we know it is shifting, right? It is unraveling. The systems of oppression that have always been here are bubbling up from the surface and they're saying, you have to look at me. And it's not finger pointing. You know what I'm saying? The awakening says, where does the oppression live in me? So it is not about what is outside of us, right? Of course, we want to go there. We want to alter the world. We want to save people and we should. Absolutely. But I think many of us are focused externally when really the mastery of our energy is where the good good happens, right? Because the energy that we carry, meaning our thoughts, our beliefs, our unconscious, our choice of uh, focus, all of that dictates what we create in the world, right? Okay, so the energy that you bring to your reality is everything. This is huge, right? But I want to circle back to believing. I want you to think about my love, the reality that you're in right now. So take a moment and consider where you're at without judgment, without analyzing, just become aware of your reality. Look around your space, absorb the colors, absorb your reality right here and now. And then I want you to look back seven years and is your reality right now what you prayed for seven years ago? Is your reality right now a materialization of your hopes, dreams, and desires in the past? Pause and breathe into that. I really invite you to do this. I want you to become really aware of the dream that you have materialized in your life right now. And for me, that feels massive, okay? So I did not even used to be okay. And now I'm freaking thriving, I'm sober, I'm et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, an entrepreneur living my dream, et cetera, et cetera. So paying attention to where you've come from, 
is a big part of activating the energy of believing. And so softening your belly and looking at what you have overcome. It is absolutely incredible what you have overcome. And not only that, but I know that you have said yes to your evolution or you wouldn't be sitting here with me today, right? So you were drawn to press play today. And so these words are for you. I'm proud of you. I'm deeply, deeply proud of you. Observe that your now is an answered prayer. Observe that your now is an answered prayer. And let that start to stoke your fire of believing. This is a heart thing. This is a mm, invisible thing, kind of, okay? So let's go into that. Believing means I know it's coming. I know in my soul that it's actually, here's the more alignment, here's the words that are perhaps in more alignment, I know that it's already done. That's believing. Why is this important? Well, because everything is energy. And when you choose to believe with every bone in your body, when you choose, it's a choice, okay? When you choose that, it's a choice, my love. Your physiology is going to be altered. Your heart rate is going to slow down. You're going to become more present. You're going to be more stable. You're going to have deeper connections because you're not worried, right? And once your physiology starts to match the believing energy inside of your heart, then miracles happen. And you know what's really cool? is spontaneous blessings. Think back for a moment. Let's jump around. Let's jump around here. Think back when you got a spontaneous blessing. Scan your timeline. You probably at least have two, right? Those are real, okay? And there's more on the way. So I want to call your energy into the decision to believe. It's very simple and it's absolutely life-changing. It means I don't have to see it to believe it. Right? And in the religious organizations, that's called faith. Right? And I want you to notice what comes up with that. Does doubt come up? Does fear come up? I want you to see all of those energies as invitations, right? When a fear or thought comes up in me, I see it as an invitation. I see it as a parasitic energy that says, ooh, you could worry about this. You could worry about this. Do you want to? Remember, you get to choose. And so when I see that, I look at that. I look at it head on. That's what shamanism teaches us. You look at things head on. Your thoughts are so important, by the way. The thoughts that you feed is the reality that you grow. Right? Because remember, thoughts become things. Now, that's not to make you afraid. The, the real power comes when you don't resist any of your thoughts. 
when you are so in a state of love that you can look at every single thought, smile at them all, not judge any of them, and then choose which ones to feed deliberately. And so when I get a fear thought that comes up, I look at it head on and I see it as an invitation and I bow to it and I say, I'm not going to drink that. I'm not going to drink that poison right now because you know what? My humanity needs me to hold the faith. This world needs us to be faith keepers. And I, I think about the Buddha and I've mentioned this before. You might have heard it from me or from somewhere else, from other teachings. You know, the Buddha sat down by a tree at, before he was the Buddha, right? So he was Siddhartha Gautama and he sat down by a tree and he says, I'm not leaving this tree until I'm awakened, right? And once he made that decision to see, hear, know, feel, taste, touch, become the truth, then he's tempted or the temptations come to him, right? That's when the challenges come in. When you wake up, your journey begins, okay? So when he sat down by the tree and chose to sit until he woke up, he chose, he said, I'm not getting up until I awaken. That's powerful. You know how strong our will is, our choices? It's incredible. And so then Mara comes to tempt him, right, with, um, ego with gosh i forgot there's specific temptations of mara one is probably like the fear of death um sex and pleasure um not that those things are bad but just that could have distracted him from his enlightenment in that moment right because he was on a freaking mission and so mara comes with all these temptations right and what did the buddha do he held his center right? He held his center. Now, what's beautiful about us is that we are meant, I believe, to go in and out. What does that mean? It means that we are not perfect. You guys, I have been working on this a lot. I have been alchemizing this energy of perfection. If you know about astrology, my Chiron is in Virgo, so that's the wounded healer. And Virgo is so detail-oriented. I got to have this right, this right, this right, this right, this right. If one drawer in my house is dirty, I can't be a spiritual teacher. Da, 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 da. This is how I used to think. Let the journey be messy. Yeah. Yet, I invite you to choose to believe. It's really simple and it's a feeling. So the Buddha made a choice to sit inside of discomfort, to sit within temptation, to see it, to acknowledge it, to not judge it or name it bad, and to just stay in his center. And you know what happens, and I'm going to relate this to a couple things, you know what happens when we hold our center? When there's a fear thought or when we're triggered, etc., etc., when we hold our center, which means to breathe and to relax and to trust because that affects the body, okay? That affects the physiology of the body. You are healthier when you are at peace, right? And when we do that, 
our energy shifts. We become what is called magnetic. So that whatever we are ready to create finds us. This is what I love. This is one of my favorite things in the entire world. It happened during my ayahuasca experience. It also happened in one of my miracle moments when I was in my dark times, okay? And it's called mm, divine intervention. When all of a sudden you've made a choice to have faith and you're just freaking chilling and then all of a sudden something drops into your reality. Something else drops into your reality. So the important piece here is your state of being. What you have created right now is already done. So your expansive soul, you are meant to dream bigger. And here's a little tip. If your dreams don't freak you out a little bit, go bigger. Stretch wider. Look at the people who are living wildly incredible lives that you're inspired by and see that as proof that it's possible. If somebody else can do it, my love, so can you. So can you. One of the things that my dad taught me was you can't be afraid of failure, first of all. You got to just risk your ass sometimes, right? You have to just leap. Because at the end of your life, how do you want to have lived? Do you want to have lived safe? Or do you want to have lived as the person who held the faith in the storm? The person who let themselves cry and break down. The person who surrendered to the great spirit. If you vibe with that, okay? You know, sometimes we can forget how expansive and powerful we are. And as we lean into the new year, I will invite us to dig our feet into faith and believing. Take a moment right now, if you're open to it, which I hope you are, to feel the energy of believing. Whatever you want, is it healing? Is it a lover? Is it a career? Is it your dream house by the beach? What is it that your soul is expanding into for a very good reason? I'm talking heart desires. What if you closed your eyes right now, dropped into your heart and said and felt, I believe. I believe in myself. I believe in my dreams. I believe in equality on this planet. I believe in resources for everybody. I believe in this new world. I believe in this. I believe that the systems that are rooted in oppression will fall and are falling. It is time to dig our feet in to our power, which means to believe. So I'll pause and I'd love for us together to build this energy together. 
and starting to build it inside of your body. Choose it with every bone in your body. Relax your systems, right? Relax your shoulders. Take a breath, lengthen your spine. Your posture has everything to do with how your energy is moving through your body. So if you're slumped, lengthen up, open your heart, lift your heart to the sky, lift your gaze, close down the eyes, soften the shoulders, drop into your heart and start to grow the energy of believing in your body as you breathe nice and slowly. And just to notice what that feels like. The more you practice this, the easier it will be to land into this vibration. And if you feel some doubts and fears, here's what I want you to do. I want you to make the belief louder. I want you to make that the loudest voice in your mind and in your heart. I want you to believe like your life depends on it. If we all chose to believe, then everything would shift. And everything is shifting, by the way. It's absolutely incredible how much can come up in such a short amount of time. So when you are in the storm, when it is the most challenging to trust, I want you to jump into the waters of faith. And the Buddha, Siddhartha Gautama, before he was awakened, he called upon the earth to support him. Mara was tempting him with demons and darkness and etc., etc. And he reached his fingertips down to the earth. And I don't remember the exact way that this is written. There's probably a couple ways that it's written, but I do remember that he called upon the earth. Why do we call upon the earth? Well, the earth is conscious. Do or do not, the trees know how to grow on their own. Everything is alive. And so we begin to realize that everything is alive and vibrating. Science recognizes this now. Everything is energy and vibration. And what you choose to feed is what grows. Now, I want to just add this in, and I'll probably do a podcast on this soon. But what about when you feel pain and suffering? What about the shadow work? What about going into the darkness, going into the subconscious? I say hell yeah to that. <laughs> I say a big hell yeah to that, okay? So, but you know what? Those experiences are structured, meaning they are contained. So it doesn't become your baseline frequency. You feel me? Like I had a breakdown on Sunday and it lasted a couple of hours, although it kind of bled into the day before, right? 
and I let myself completely break down and experience the process of alchemy, which I feel like I've talked about in my other podcasts, but I would love to specifically address alchemy in the next one. So that's a thing in and of itself. What I'm talking about is a baseline choice to acknowledge the present moment, acknowledge everything. We're not running from anything here. We're not pushing down anything. We are acknowledging everything and we are making a really strong decision. I am going to feed faith. And once we do that, and this is in a book called He. So there was these two beautiful books. One's called She and one's called He. And I had to read them for shaman school. And they're about the masculine and the feminine psychology. And the masculine psychology, which you hear me say this a lot if you follow me and, and listen and hold space with me, that we have both, okay? We carry both of these energies, yin and yang, yes? And so in the masculine book, it was really interesting because it talked about the hero's journey. When we go on the great journey, that is a path that has yet to be paved. You know why? Because we're not walking someone else's path. We are not choosing to be on the conveyor belt that the system tells us to do. Okay? We choose to bravely follow our hearts. Isn't that what we came here for? To say no boldly to what doesn't make sense for us, what we don't feel good about? and to bravely follow our souls and our hearts, and that feels like a risk. It really, really does. But I know deep down that you can feel that that's right. Not only that it's right, but that it's spiritually guided. There's a spiritual piece, yes? The spiritual piece says, everything supports my expansion. There are unseen energies that are clapping for you right now. Literally. Your grandma's grandma's grandma, your family members on the other side, Archangel Michael, your guides and angels, your support systems, they are astounded by you. The fairies, the gnomes, the angels... It's wild how much love has already won. Like it's already done. This is just the journey. It's literally already done. Love already won. Like that's, that's just what has happened, okay? And now we're just kind of experiencing it over again. To learn these delicious lessons and, and perhaps one of the biggest ones is how to believe before we see. That's freaking mastery, if you ask me. And taking some breaths into that. Coming back into your body in this precious moment right here. Honoring every single part of you, letting all of you shine forth and deliberately choosing if you want to play with me choosing to believe in yourself so look at what you've overcome right and so the hero's journey involves a leap of faith yes 
courage is only born when we feel vulnerable, when we feel exposed and raw, uncomfortable. And so the story of Parsifal and the Holy Grail is about Parsifal finally taking off his armor. This is huge. Taking off his armor and walking into the dark woods. You know what's interesting about the hero's journey, the heroine's journey? Is that once you walk into the dark woods, right? And the biblical version of this is walk into the waters, get chest deep, and then I will part the waters. Walk ahead. And once you do, and every bone in your body is quivering and shaking because you've never been here before. This is new territory, right? Then all of the sudden, and this is a theme, this is a literal theme in mythology, in my life, and in the lives of other people I know, is that spiritual help arrives unexpectedly. All of a sudden, an angel drops from the sky and says, here's how you figure this out. Here's a blessing, here's a blessing, here's a blessing, here's a blessing, here's a blessing. The spiritual guidance doesn't necessarily arrive before we step into the dark woods. And so maybe a mantra is, I'm freaked out, but I'm gonna go anyway. My dreams freak me out, but I'm gonna believe in them anyway. This world is an effing shambles, but I see the beauty in it anyway. I hold the faith. And not only do I hold the faith, but I dance as people wake up and I laugh and I feel pleasure and I explore pleasure and I breathe and sound and come into my body and thrive as the world wakes up. Because you know what I ask? I ask the universe, I say, what state of being can I be in that will help this world heal? What state of being can I anchor that will help my brothers and sisters heal their souls and thrive? And I think asking, I know that asking that question is enough because it might change you guys, okay? So you can ask yourself in the morning, what state of being is going to help me serve today? Maybe it's laughter. Maybe it says, my love, you need to grieve your relationship that ended three months ago that you haven't grieved yet. You're holding that grief in your body and it's making you feel tired. It's time to grieve properly. Maybe that's the message. But when we ask and open our ears and our hearts, man, do we get some incredible insights. All we have to do is ask and become a little bit empty, right? Let go a little bit. Remember that exhale. I believe it's the apanavayu in yoga, which means the downward current of energy. It is the release channel. It is the letting go channel. It's the digestion. It's the letting go channel. <laughs> and I mean on all levels. 
I want you to consider, if you're open to it, how your life would improve if you anchored belief in your body. How would your relationships improve? How would you feel walking through the world? Who would you uplift? Here's something else. When our nervous systems are relaxed and we have prayed to the universe, show me how I can serve, we get some downloads, some big, juicy downloads. Do you feel me? Like when I started the virtual healing events that I did, that's like one of my all-time favorite things ever. I really love working with groups. And that was a download. I woke up and I said again and again, literally every day, how can I serve? How can I serve? How can I serve? And then my job is to get empty, emptier, right? To apanavayu, to exhale, to release. So that I can be in a state of being that can hear God speak. All of this to say, you are safe to relax in your body. That's pretty powerful. Please share this, share this message and let me know how it feels. You know, be in the eye of the storm. Tilt your head up to the sky, reach your hands up and say, I am a faith keeper. Not only is it all gonna be okay, but it's gonna be freaking lit. And love has already won. And I am safe to relax. And I am safe to thrive. And there's enough for everyone to go around. And it's being equalized right now. All of the stuff is rising. This is good. I'm not saying it's easy or fun, but we can dance through it. And remember asking the question, what state of being can I be in today that will help me serve? That is more than enough. That is a pretty badass question, I think. Because I like stuff that works. Like if God hit me on the head and say, Ash, if you carried this pain, you would save the world. You know what I would do? I would carry that pain. Mm. I would put it in my backpack and sew the backpack to my shoulders. But that's not what God has said to me. It's been the opposite. I have been guided to alchemize and to heal. And I have been so privileged and I do not take advantage of my privilege. When I have the time and space, which I do a lot, I am radically altering my state of being and I am hungry for knowledge and hungry for resources and hungry to learn and learn and learn so I can serve and show up in my community and just tell you I freaking love you and that I'm here. And that feels really good to me. To use my body, my mind and my soul to be the tool of alchemy that enables me to attract people who would benefit from my medicine. It's all about your state of being. 
It is all about your state of being. So even when you're grieving your partnership three months ago, if that's you, even if you're grieving that, the bigger part of you holds it down. You know what I'm saying? Holds it down. Says love, grieve. Get this out of your body. Feel these feelings. <sighs> Let them out, sound. I cannot express to you how much the Tantra practices of sounding and moving and expression and growling and ugh, I can't describe to you how incredible that is because healing happens in and through the body, yes? Thanks, Trevor Hall. And so returning to the energy of believing I invite you to add this to your prayers, to your daily mantras, whatever you do. And maybe this inspires you to do something in the mornings. What I love to do in the morning is get ready and go into my meditation room. I do my shamanic breath work. I meditate for 10 minutes and then I claim my energy. I say, Great Spirit, thank you for this day. I choose to be in my body. I choose love today with every bone in my body. I choose to be here. How can I serve? Show me. Thank you for confidence. Thank you for teaching me. Thank you, Yeshua and Mary Magdalene and Archangel Michael. I call in the troops. They are waiting on the sidelines. And so I just wanted to remind you right now that you're supported and that one of the most powerful things that you could ever do is tilt your head up and say, I'm ready. I'm ready for spiritual support. Bring it on. Bring it on. Great spirit, take me. Divine intelligence, show me. The intelligence that makes my heart beat and that makes the sun come up and the moon come up, guide me. And that, my friend, is absolutely liberating to invoke the power of the Great Spirit. If you're into that kind of thing, which I hope you are, I love you no matter what. And maybe to you it's the universal love energy or soul or spirit or God, whatever you vibe with, you know, that divine intelligence is the creator of this world and is what permeates through everything. There is nothing that is not of that. And we are sovereign beings, meaning we can turn it off and turn it on in some way, right? We can separate if we wanted to from that divine intelligence, or we could call it in and say, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, help. Thank you for helping me. That's the magical manifestation. Thank you universe, thank you God for blank. Not I'm excited to have or I need to have or I'm ready for it. It's thank you for blank because you're claiming it in the now, not in the future, right? So another thing here is we serve in very creative ways. Like you don't have to quit your job and be a healer unless it's what you want to do. 
you are already a healer. And when you compliment your mom, when you hold space for your friend, when you share your art, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Every act of love is an act of love. And the greatest act of love that we can do is to choose our state of being. To have faith in our wild dreams. And to walk into the dark woods, the pathless path, to drop our armor. And Parsifal also lets go of his mother's garments, which means to let go of the family lineage in some way, right? Or the mother wound in that story. And so we're leaving behind some things. Perhaps we're sacrificing our own doubt. We're letting go of our own fear. And we're walking into that forest, totally vulnerable. And when we breathe in that space, and we pause in that openness, that is fertile ground for miracles. And can you feel that it's the unknown? I can feel that in the energy of this conversation because yes, we're creating this together. If you're watching this or if you're listening to this, and this is resonating with you, then this is a collaboration, right? And so I want you to stand even taller in your energy. Get even bigger in your energy. And maybe you want to shake something out. Maybe you want to use your body to remove some tension here. It feels incredible. <sighs> Just go ahead and do it if you're feeling it. <laughs> shake it out. Laugh a little. Stretch your face. Shake it out in and through the body. We just expanded a lot together. I could feel it. Thank you so much for listening. Let your inner child know that they're safe, that you've got them. And feel what it's like to be courageous, to walk into the unknown. That emptiness is the birthplace of all opportunities and miracles and shifts. So I am incredibly proud of you for choosing that state of being if you decide to, which I feel you have. And may you kick your feet up and say, I was born to do this. I was made for this. I came here for this. And I'm infinite. And then get ready. Because miracles are going to drop like rain. And you can't schedule them or plan the miracles. They just pop when they're ready to pop, right? Make sure your ears are open because they're coming in hot. This is a very fertile time. 
and we're shedding, we're letting go. We're allowing things to release from us naturally, easily, gracefully. And so that we can hear ultimately how we can serve. And taking another moment with your energy, I want you to imagine yourself encased in a bubble of golden or sparkly white light and sitting up tall or standing tall. And just go ahead and say out loud, I claim my space. I choose to believe in myself. And I am ready for divine miracles. I am open to receive my highest path. Pausing, breathing the energy of belief into your heart. Remember, release tension from your body if you can. Plugging straight into the center of the planet, shooting your grounding core down. Choosing to be on this human journey that is ultimately temporary. So why not rock out and be the faith keepers? And your children's children will thank you for doing that. For saying, I am not willing to walk the conveyor belt. I am believing in a new world. Not just a higher version of myself, says my teacher, Alberto Violdo, but my destiny. Like wilder than my wildest dreams. Like everybody having food on this planet. Like everybody being equal and having equal opportunities. Yes? So will you believe in that with me? And will you go to bed tonight and choose that in your deepest soul? And see where that leads you because I know it's gonna be absolutely miraculous and incredible. And those miracles and that divine inspiration and those ideas are just gonna drop straight into your heart, into your soul, into your mind. And so thank you so much for listening. Please share this. Definitely follow this podcast if it resonates with you so that you can get notified with new episodes. And I'll just leave us with a little prayer if you're open to it. So I'm calling in the great spirit and I'm asking that you please bless this space. Bless whoever is listening to this. And may we all know what it feels like to believe in ourselves, to have faith in ourselves, and to really anchor into that rich, dark, fertile soil of the earth where all miracles sprout from. And may we slow down and turn in and nourish and drink the medicine of this winter, of this yin season, of patience and reflection. And may we be kind to ourselves and to our brothers and our sisters. And may we know deep down what the voice of fear sounds like and what the voice of love sounds like so we have the wisdom to know the difference. And give us the courage and the power to choose to believe and to enjoy our time here. I'll leave you with that joy. So amen. Aho. Closing that, closing that prayer. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you soon.
Thank you for listening.